I'm Cass. And I'm Allie. And this is Biscuits and Broomsticks. Hey, Allie. Hey. How you doing? I'm good. Uh, you know, it only took us like an hour to get this set up, but I'm good now. <laughs> I, we're going to have so many questions for all of our friends that do podcasts because uh, things have just devolved. Like, um, I am recording <laughs> audio on my iPad. I've got my phone set up on a tripod so I can hear and see Cassidy. Like, this is a mess. We're doing something so incredibly wrong. But anyway, that's a yeah. side point. The thing that I wanted to tell you and I wanted to wait to tell you um, oh, is yeah. that I... I forgot about that. This took so long. <laughs> right, it's been so long. Um, I might have started writing a new fic last night. Cassidy! <laughs> no! <laughs> Write the one you're writing! I know. Oh, I know, okay. but literally, like, I couldn't stop thinking about it, and so I just started writing it on my phone at, like, 2 in the morning. Um, and actually, I don't think it was last night. I think it was the night before last when I was waiting for you to get off the island. Oh, um, well, okay. Maybe this one, that, that might be my fault then. That might be my <laughs> fault. I just, I guess we like, should Allie take, was... like, 30 seconds what? to let everyone yeah. know that I have survived this weekend. Um, <laughs> I was at a music festival called Electric Zoo. And it was my sixth time going, and it would have been my seventh except for COVID. So, like, I am a... An electric zoo vet, one might say, uh, but sure. they sold to a new company like mid last year, and this company has like is very established in like the New York Grave State, so it should not have been a problem. But instead, mm. it was a literal disaster. And so, like if you've, if you are in or around the New York area, or like have seen like my personal Instagram stories or something like that, it's a little bit of a mess. But you know, I survived. It's all good. Just had, uh, you know, some late nights and uh, got a little bit lost wandering around Randall's Island, all of which made Cassidy very anxious. Yeah, I was uh, not, not having a good time. So so she was... <laughs> Did I talk to my mother, like, this entire weekend? No. <laughs> Did I have to tell Cassidy each step of the way when I made it to, like, my next destination? Yes. <laughs> yeah, and truthfully, I so, think I was like, let me know when you get home. And you were like, of course, and then you you realized that I would like more information than just that. <laughs> well, it, it got more chaotic the more the weekend went. Right. You were also <laughs> concerned because you met one of my friends once, and she's right. a Burning Man. So there was, like, right. levels of concern going on. <laughs> my friend at Burning Man is also okay. Everything is good. We have heard from her slightly. So we're all surviving, but thriving would be a strong word. Anyway, maybe it was my fault that Cassidy was writing at 2 o'clock in the morning because I wasn't home yet. Right. Well, in, um, you know, my defense, uh, it's a uh, Regulus gets sorted into Ravenclaw story. Um, and I'm not entirely sure it has, like, long-term potential uh, but I kind of needed to get the idea out of my brain. Um, anyway, so moving on from that, uh, <laughs> we are going to talk today about BroadwayCon, 
um, as yeah, a as the first, first in the convention review series. Yeah. So um, if you don't want to hear about our experiences at conventions this year, you're going to be bored for like the next month of episodes. And I'm sorry. I'm but not. Also, we get up to some <laughs> adventures and some chaos. So I think you're going to have a good time. <laughs> I think it'll be fine. I think the fact that we probably met most of the people who are listening. Yeah. Not all of them, but like a lot of the people that are listening probably are listening because they got our card in a Whimsy and Zest bag at one of yes. these conventions. Or a ribbon. Or a ribbon. That's true. We did do that. Yeah. Um, we had some we had some audacity giving out ribbons and business cards when we, had one, when we had one episode. We we had some plans that fell through, but it's all good. We're here now. We've had some card casts, some positive reviews. And now yep. we're gonna, you know, get through these convention podcasts and then back to our regularly scheduled programming eventually which so truthfully nobody nobody except us knows what the regularly scheduled programming is because it hasn't happened great yet. point because it hasn't happened yet <laughs> great right um point. so okay broadway con was um july 21st through the 23rd of 2023 at the marriott marquis in times square so we went and stayed with the friend of Allie's who is at Burning Man, um, which yes. is how I met her. That's a fun little tie-in. Um, which, by yeah, the time Grace you was, hear this, she will hopefully no longer be at Burning Man. Man, I hope so. I hope I hope she's home, or at least San Francisco, to the next step of... Is the next stop, but yes. Great. Yes. Anyway, um, yeah, so we stayed at yeah, Grace's so, apartment, which is... Extremely nice of her and her three roommates, none of which were home the whole weekend. Yeah, that was exceptionally nice and, like, very weird. Um, yeah. We, this is a mischief management um, event, so we knew some of the people involved. Um, there were a couple of other vendors there that we knew going in, but mostly it was, like, new convention, new market, new buttons. Um, yeah, this was definitely an experiment that Cassidy probably only did because I go to a lot of Broadway shows. And so it was kind of like, really, the whole entire thing was for my benefit and really not at all for Cassidy's. Well, and you know, that's so interesting because I asked about being added to the Broadway con, like, email list for vendors in Denver when we were... That's true barely friends uh, that is true and i did know that but it certainly became a much easier decision once i yes. was involved right right once i wasn't like dealing with a hotel and also like had a person to come help me and also had you know you and katie both gave me lists of uh quotes and things um so that made it a lot easier um but um look we're gonna talk about uh a booth debacle that happened. And look, I just want to preface this, this with saying that we love the people at Mischief Management and we very much understand that like things take things happen and like setup takes time for everybody involved. Um we just uh politely request that in the future the name, the booth name signs, the booth, yeah, those go up 
or a real number, soon. just numbers, just a just number, some sort of that quick, would be, no, like, that even would, if you don't have the whole signs, just like a quick numbering system, like a post-it note on the table would be great. That um, would solve this problem. But also, I'm going to take a lot of responsibility for this one. And Cassidy's going to try to tell you that it's not my fault. But let me tell you right away, it was like, it's like 90% my fault and 10% a little bit of, of some poor planning on Mischief's part. But 90% this was my fault. Okay. I guess I, I also need to take some credit for this because I did not accept Ash uh, walking us to our booth. Well, I didn't accept it first, so let's back up. So we get to BroadwayCon, and we go check in, and right. we get our vendor booths, and Ash comes back over to the table, and she sits down. Like, literally, she was somewhere else, and she sits down right when we get there. And so Ash says, oh, do you want me to walk you over to your booth? And Cassidy starts to be like, maybe, but I'm like, oh, I looked at the map. We're, like, in the back corner, right? And Ash goes, yes. And I was like, great. Will be good, and Cassidy agrees with me. I do agree. So I guess I've also looked at the map. Step, yeah, you could have stepped in and been like, "Oh no, show us, show us to our booth anyway." But mostly, I was like, "Oh no, Ash, we got this." Right. Because I've looked at the map, and we're like second in from the end, in like a corner, like where the last aisle. It's the back corner of the room, and we are the second to last booth. It's not like we're in the middle. Like, there's not going to be a lot of like confusion about which row we're in it's not like oh we counted two rows and we should have counted three like we're the end row not that big of a deal we also know that generally these booths are numbered when we get there so like any sort of confusion that we might have we'll just we know our booth number we'll be we know the booth name we know the booth name we know the booth number because it's like already we've posted it on instagram already like we've we've advertised where we're gonna be we know what we're doing we also know that like our friends, Admit and Tweak, are, like, in the same aisle as us. Like, we, we've got some reference to work from. Right. Well. And also, like, what? Well, well, the booths are not numbered is, is the point oh, of this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we go over there. The booths are not numbered. <laughs> so I count in from what I believe to be the end. Right. And I go, this is the end. Second booth. This is ours. And we start to set up. Yep. A little bit later, our booth number numbers come in. They say, oh, your booth. I Now I can't remember what number we are. We were, but like. Not a clue. They confirm that they're the next number, that like they're right next to us. And they start setting up on what we think is the end of booth. They ask, oh, do you have electricity? Do we paid for electricity. And we say no. says. Well, I, yeah, I said, you know, it might, they might have to come around and set it up, like, as you go, like, because they're still setting up. I've seen that happen before. I was like, you know, maybe it'll show up or, like, maybe go ask, but no, it's not in our booth, so they didn't put it in our booth instead of putting the it in The wrong spot. But we also didn't pay for it, so, like, we weren't really concerned, but a lot of times these things are coming up, and also, like, if you give it a little bit and then you go ask, like, I'm sure we'll get that worked out, because it was their first right. convention. First convention, period. Like, yeah, ever. So I don't know why they didn't get walked to their booth. Like, we didn't get walked to our booth because we're like, oh, mischief event? We've got this down. (laughs) Oh, you know, I hadn't thought about that. 
I don't know why they didn't get walked to the booth. I don't know if Ash Guys. wasn't there and it was if it was just Justin and maybe that's why. Maybe, but Justin walked Allie to her booth, I think. That's because Allie had a problem, I think. I'm not totally sure how Allie ended up if it was like a back because she was unloading stuff from the loading dock too. Oh, I that's don't true. really know. But they start setting up zero thoughts about any of these things until nope. the other our other side neighbor comes over. Her name also is Allie. Horribly inconvenient. I want to know what it is about mischief events that attracts all the alleys. But whatever, yep. there's a lot of us. We should form our own little club. We should have an alley meetup at LeakyCon. <laughs> it would be alley, 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 like alley dash, alley dash, alley dash, with all the different spellings. Yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. Anyway, uh, and she's counted from the other end in. Right. So she realizes and- that we're in her booth, which I'm sure you all saw where this story was coming from, or where right. the story was going, is that we were clearly in the wrong spot. Right. Um, so, turns out uh, that our booth neighbors, um, the first booth neighbors, had uh, actually gotten their electricity um, put into their corner booth, which, which they paid extra we for. failed, which, which they paid extra for, and we failed to realize existed. <laughs> Um, because the corner booth obviously doesn't have the wall, the pipe and drape on, on the, the like, well, on the corner side. That on on the corner side, yeah, on like on like the far end of the booth, and the tables are like below eyesight of the pipe. So like, if you're on, yeah. if you're like two booths down, you don't see the table, and you don't. Right. There is no pipe and drape. So like, it's almost like that booth doesn't exist. Like even though the wall is there. The back wall I extends, just, like, but... The back wall right. extends, but I didn't click that, like, this was a booth. And so I right. just went from, like, the last pipe and drape I saw and counted that as, like, the last booth. Right. And Cassidy didn't realize or, like, correct me, so I guess, you know, we're a little bit in this together, but I fully was like, no, Ash, we got this. This is... And then, like, we get there, and I'm like, this is our booth. No, 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 we're in the right place, so you have to be in there. Like, I orchestrated every part of this error. <laughs> She was very confident and very wrong, but very confident. And I had, like, I also didn't notice the end booth or realize that it was the, that it existed. So there wasn't really a reason for me to be like, ah, let me double check your counting to two, you know. Two. The end The only end reason one. that I was like, we've got this is because we are the second booth from the end. We can, right. I can count to two. <laughs> right. No. Right. Could, we just, could not we just couldn't identify where the end was. Um, so, uh, so anyway, it all, we all had like, to do some shuffling. Yeah, and it all worked out because um, the booth next to the other alley, um, they ended up not like using their booth space. There was this whole thing. Oh, yeah. but they ended up not using their booth space. So she was able to expand into that other booth, and she, she could use the like space where, booth. yeah, where we, we could couldn't have. have used the space. Um, and then when so we all anyway, had to switch, we like moved around our tables and stuff, kind of like. We had to move around a little bit of things because we have, like, I, we don't want things to fall over. But, like, for the most part, we were able to just, like, pick up our table. Pick up and, the like, table. Kind of yeah. shuffle around the, like, the empty table and, like, shuffle, like, just make sure that, like, everybody ended up with two chairs and, like, a garbage can. Like, we didn't have to totally redo everything. And we all kind of right. helped each other. So it all worked out. But, oops, that was quite the way to begin a con. 
Yep. So that was uh, that was how to start. While we're and it like to be clear, um, everybody involved was lovely, and that also oh, yeah. kicked off our friendship with Justin, who was working. Um, like he was part of the like vendor huh, vendor management situation. Uh, like like vendor vendor <laughs> wrangling. Under mischief, the like vendor section that like Ash is kind of like the head of Justin was right under Ash. And, right. Yeah. And um Justin was so lovely. Uh and like, like everybody just, at like, Leaky the best everybody at Leaky is wonderful. Right, but we had so Justin much interaction just, like, with Justin and it was so great. It was so and he like he was just so like I mean and the Broadway Con vendor room is like a relatively smaller room. And there's like generally less I think kind of to like worry about in some ways in LeakyCon. But right. like he was just so like, let me know if you need anything. How's it going? Like just like constant check-ins, just like all around could not have been nicer, could not have been right. more helpful. Right. And it was also, it was really upsold your buttons to people. He was like, oh, have yeah. you seen this? He like we literally sold out of a design because of Justin. Yes. Yes. And it was like a lot of fun and it felt very like, welcoming is the term that I would use if I wasn't somebody who's been going to mischief events since 2018. But it was like, oh, like, we fit in here, too. This is great. Like, the, you know, the people that we've interacted with before um, on staff, like, knew that we were there and they knew who we were. And it was very much like, oh, hi. And then, this is kind of jumping ahead, but we got to do the thing of, like, okay, see you in two weeks, because we were doing LeakyCon. And so, like, that was a different kind of fun. Except Justin was not at LeakyCon. Except Justin was not at LeakyCon. Yes, and we definitely, like, like, we obviously, we didn't throw a fit. It's it's his life. Like, they're, him and his family are making changes in in career and things like that. Um, But... We definitely were like, like mini pretend fit. Like, what do you mean you're not going to be at LeakyCon? Yeah. I'm sorry, that's well, not an option. And it was like, we didn't, we didn't know that at first. And we were like, can't wait for you to be at LeakyCon. And he was like, so sorry, bad news. <laughs> right, right. Um, but overall, um, I think we'll link to Justin's um, actor Instagram. Oh, yeah, we should definitely do that. Um, In the description. Also, like, one of because... the reasons that, yes, we will definitely do that. Do you want to tell the lanyard story? Yeah, so we um, we were walking in. Leaky, this is like, again, this is one of those things where it's like uh, things that things have to get unpacked in an order, and so something is not going to get unpacked first. Um, and apparently the badges and the lanyards do not get packed in the same box. Um, and so well, we had gotten our... Same lanyards each year like the same league con lanyards each year the same broadway con lanyards each year but then i'm the badges are like different you know they say 2023 on them so like stock wise i assume has something to do with that right so we had gotten our badges um and then it was again this is this is normal um it was like we'll bring your lanyards around later or you can get them tomorrow we're like whatever and we're like that's fine like like nobody's checking maybe that's something i shouldn't say but like nobody's checking our badges because well, you have to get checked in so they know yeah, who's supposed to be day, there there's not a ton of extra people and like you know we're all we have to talk to them you're carrying boxes like even if you have your lanyard on and then you're holding a box nobody can like see your badge right and it's just a lot right. of like so, in and out of activity but there's also not like a lot of random people around that they have to be like 
worried about who's going places anyway. So it like all kind of just works out that, you know, you don't need to put your badge on immediately on Thursday. Right. So we, um, we come in Friday morning, um, and we are rounding the corner to get to our aisle and Justin passes us and like Justin would not have been able to see us until this exact moment. And um, he's like, oh, there's lanyards on your table. And we were like, awesome. Thank you so much. This is great news. Excellent. Um, and then Think later. Think of this. Like, oh, he went around and just like dropped two lanyards on every table. Like that's what we've assumed. Right. Um, turns out uh, Justin gave lanyards to everybody that was there. And so we, we ended up being able to like overhear our conversation because it was happening like three directly in front of us yeah just totally coincidentally like so obviously we could and like you know there wasn't a ton of people around so we could just hear justin and he was talking like oh yeah i gave lanyards to everyone that was here and now i'm going around doing like a second round or something something like that basically he had given lanyards to us even though we weren't there (laughs) yeah we were not there so we did not count we were technically not there to like hand them to us and he specifically right. left us lanyards <laughs> and so it was just, like just that kind things of things like that that were just like oh we love you this is great <laughs> thank you so much this is so fun yeah um and then like the, the there isn't a ton to say about the convention itself because um we didn't go to any of the programming i mean you did I did. I went to two programming, two panels that were both about like marketing and um, publicity, which is like, you know, my job. Your job, um, yeah. And they were really interesting. I had a great time, learned a lot. Uh, got to meet Brandon Powers, who's on TikTok and just doing some really, really interesting things in the space. And I got to talk to some other people about like PR things. So that was great, but not, per- I mean, I guess if someone's really interested, you know, let us know and I can kind of like give you the, the, TLZR outside of the podcast, but not a ton to kind of cover. And then that was really the only things we didn't go to anything else. We didn't go to the the Osball, not for like any particular reason. We just we had a lot of plans for like oh, we had a lot of Cassidy's like New York, New York City plans. Yeah, and Cassidy never gets to like come here. And even when you were here for camp, like I was working most of the day, and you did right. a lot of like general exploring. But I wanted to take you to, like, The Strand and the Drama Bookshop, and we wanted to go to the Harry Potter store. Not to buy anything, obviously, but just to, like, look just around. And they have some really around, fun yeah. displays and, like, photo ops. So that would have been cute. Um, the Mina Lima room is, like, one of my favorite things ever, just kind of, like, from a, you know, from, from a looking at perspective. Um, right. And not a single one of those things happened. Nope. Nope. And I mean, like we wanted to go all the way downtown to get yeah. like mac and cheese. What oh, were yeah. well, we the mac thinking? Mac and cheese was kind of near the Strand. But yeah, that I was know. plans for Thursday after load in and none of that happened. None of that happened. Um, so there like our lack of, but, but like that's nothing against Broadway Con. It's just like all of our like returning friends weren't there so there wasn't a bunch of like convention things that we need to hype up um so like yeah there was the leaky gone episode that, like, that we I, do will be a lot differently there were things that i would have went to if i wasn't a vendor but like it didn't make sense for me to leave the booth to do um my right. mom came on saturday and she had a great time she went to a couple different panels 
uh, for the Between the Lines off-Broadway musical based off of a Jodi Picoult book, who's one of my mom's favorite authors, also from Long Island. Um, mm. So that was cool for her. And then uh, she went to the K-pop panel, which was also like something that her and I are both interested in. So like, I would have went to those things with her. There were some other things that I was personally interested in, but, you know, vendor things, so... Right. Um, but, but but that, like, yeah. all that to say is that, it, like, it is a good convention uh, programming-wise yeah, if you're interested in Broadway. I would have been interested, that I was interested in, and I just didn't make it to it. Yeah. So don't take our lack of being like, oh, and this thing, and this thing, and this thing, as, as any kind of negative, because it wasn't. Um, there were, but, um, we met a bunch of the Little Shop of Horrors, like, ensemble. Yeah. They had a panel, and they were walking around. Um, so other highlights that we did not experience was um, Talia, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but it's like Sisucker or something. I could probably spell it more than I could pronounce it, but she was the last Alphaba on Wicked, in Wicked. She's not in it anymore. They, uh, her make, the makeup artist from Wicked painted her green and then like, and the makeup artist told stories throughout a panel. So like you watched the last Elphaba become Elphaba. Like, that's really cool. So there was a ton of really cool things going on. Uh, Highly recommend if you're into Broadway, especially if you're into, like, some of the more behind-the-scenes things, like the tech aspects and, like, costuming and, you know, how marketing works. Or um, there were also a lot of TikTok stars that were doing things kind of geared towards, like, high school and college students about, like, how to set up, set yourself up, like, for success in the industry how to use social media to, you know, kind of build your career, among other things. So that was also really interesting if, like, you're in that kind of point in your life or, like, you want a career on Broadway or you know someone that wants a career on Broadway. There's just, like, a lot right. of, a lot of, like, really cool industry things. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, so anyway. Highly part recommend of... from that perspective. We just didn't get to do a lot of it. Right. And then part of... The fun of BroadwayCon, um, especially this year, and like I don't want to say it like it's it's going to be the same thing next year. It's just not going to be as close because the location is moving next year. Um, part of it is that you're in Times Square, and yeah, you're right All by of Broadway. The paneling ends very purposefully before Broadway shows start. I think right. it, like essentially you end up with like an hour between like. Like, everything ends at 6, and then the shows start at 7, mostly. Yeah. Unless, I mean, some shows that start at 8, but, like, you know, they purposely kind of get you out of the convention. And also because all of these Broadway actors that are doing panels and things like that, like, they, they also go. have to get to their shows. But uh, they very right. purposely, like, get you out for, for the night shows. The evening um, so, so, we... We we went to go see 6, but before we went to go see 6... We're going to tell you about another another chaotic event. Um, it will not be the last of this podcast, but the the oh like gosh, no. the the preamble to this, the preamble, the preface to this. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> the the background information you need to know is that I'm gluten free, and. Unfortunately, because of that, we sometimes tend to find one restaurant that is tasty and safe and just go back to it because it's easier. Um, and by Grace's apartment, or closer to Grace's apartment, there's a place called Friedman's. And we had gone to that restaurant 
with my friend, our friend Andrew at this point, um, when Andrew and I were in New York City before camp, um, and it was great, and it was like there was a, there was a ton of different options, and it was totally gluten free, and it it was pretty quick. Like we sat down and almost instantly like had a menu and could have been like, ah, yes, we would like to order immediately. It was so, so fast. Yeah, great so, service. Like they were, they, it wasn't like rushed, but they were just like on top of it. Right, right. In the way that made you feel like, oh, this is lovely, instead of like, please take three steps back. Um, yeah, we could so like, you could have, you could sit there for as long as you wanted to. They weren't like, right. it wasn't like a Chinatown experience where you're being like rushed out the door. But like, they're just on top of it. Like, you never feel like, oh, I don't know where my waiter went. Oh, I'd like to pay the bill and I can't. Like, they're just, they're just great. Right. So we, um, we saw that there was one in Times Square or like around Times Square and we were like perfect we both are aware block as six the musical right so we were like great we're going to look at what we just we're going to pick what we want oh wait hold on back up we found out that the show was at eight and not at seven and so suddenly given like an extra not really two hours because it was probably like 6 30 by that point because, like, our original plan was six was an, a, is a 90-minute no-intermission show. Our original right. plan was we were going to eat afterwards. But then right. we realized, oh, we have all this time. So we're going to walk back to Grace's because we had stuff from, like, the booth that we didn't really want to bring to the musical. We're going to walk back to Grace's, not take the subway. Bad idea. And then we're going to come back to Times Square. And Cassidy is, like, looking up restaurants while we're doing all of this because I went to the box office to grab our tickets while right. you closed the booth, we met right. back up. And then I think either I was changing in the apartment or I yeah. went to the bathroom or something. And you were like in charge and I did not look at anything. Right. Which, um, like pro tip, don't let the person who doesn't know anything about the city be the one in charge of fact finding. Okay. Um, I, that's just... It seemed like a relatively straight... Oh, and then, because she was like, and I'll, I can make a reservation, so we're just going to, like, run back to Times Square. I think we took the subway. We did take the subway. Up um, because we were running out we of took the time. Subway. Yeah. Because we were quickly right. realizing that we have majorly miscalculated our, our two-hour situation. Like, we should have taken the subway there and whatever. So, right. like, everything's good because we have a reservation. Right. I am not thinking about this at all. Right. So, Until- we... But we look... We look and we see, like, what we want from the menu. Like, like I've, like, pulled the menu yeah. up and I'm like, yeah, it's mostly the same. There's a couple, th- a couple things that seem different. Like, it seems like they have more options. I don't know. Whatever. Let's just go. Our plan is to, like, when we get handed the menu by the very attentive waiter we are expecting, um, we're going to be like, pause. Can we just get all of this ordered now and also get the check? Like. And in Times Square... This is like a generally, especially like on a, you know, at like seven o'clock on a Friday, like this is, or Saturday, whatever day it was, doesn't really matter. Uh, mm. A generally like understood thing because all of these restaurants are surrounded by Broadway theaters. Right. So like it is very normal to go into a restaurant on 40, what is that? 45th Street, I think, or 46th Street. Be like, hi, I'm so sorry. I have a Broadway show in an hour. Can I just like. Like, just want you to be aware that I have to be out by, you know, 745 and this is what I want. Like, it's just, it's just pra- like a common practice in the area. Right. Makes sense. Um, 
Well, we we walk we in. walk in, and, and I am slowly starting to put um, these pieces together because we walked through the hotel entrance. I think, yeah, and I was like, "Oh, hold on a second. This yep. is the restaurant that Gail's Broadway Rose, I think, is what it's called, takes over during certain." times of the week and i just need everyone to know that i don't know what this means and my brain is immediately like does that mean it's still gluten-free okay that's where my brain goes because i don't have enough time to explain all of this either right so like cassidy is confused for like hours about what has occurred (laughs) until we can like after the show sit back down in Grace's apartment and I can, like, break this down for her. She is so (laughs) baffled for a very long time about what has just happened. But I have enough background information to put it all together very quickly and realize we have made a grave error. So we walk in, and it is Gal's Broadway Rose. And Gal's Broadway Rose is singing waitresses. Now, it is, like, 10,000 times better than Ellen's. I mean, the talent in Ellen's is great, but, like, the experience of Ellen's is terrible. Broadway Rose is lovely i've been there before i took my little cousin when we went to uh for her birthday we brought her to see wicked she's like 12 and uh and then we brought her to broadway broadway gal whatever we we took her here because they have like good milkshakes and it was like a fun like birthday thing so i've been here before i just didn't realize that the restaurant that they take over is friedman's because i only looked at it from like i was going for gales so i was on the gales website I didn't so, remember, or at that point, the name Friedman's didn't mean anything to me because I had never been to the Herald Square location, so I couldn't put all of this together until we walked in. So we get in, and we're waiting to be seated for our reservation, and we have to wait, like, what is honestly not a very long time, but what it was is not. feeling like ever. Right. We get sat, and this did take forever. I think we sat there for 10 minutes before, and We sat there for over. 10 minutes. Nobody brought us water. Nobody brought us menus. And again, normally, if we had not had a show, we didn't even have a menu. Normally, if there had been a because we were like, all right, it's going to be fine. Like, we won't be able to talk to each other because it was so loud. Because again, singing waitresses. And we were like, it's going to be okay. It was not okay. So again, again, if we didn't have a time constraint, it would have been great. Well, if we didn't have a time constraint and if we hadn't been like peopling all day it's um yeah no it's a little I mean it's lovely but it is a little bit overwhelming and you do like you're signing up for an experience and Cassie and I had not signed up for that experience right um so anyway we uh we sat there for 10 minutes and watched our time tick away and kept like doing the math and being like okay like we only had 50 minutes to begin with here and now we've got 45 and now we've got 35 there's no way that we can get our orders in, even if somebody showed up right now, we can't get our orders in, have them made, get them back, eat, even if we paid ahead of time. Like, it's just not going to happen. Um, and a, a family next to us got up and we were just like, all right, we're going to walk out with them. And no one we was the wiser. We walked be- out with another group. Yeah. So yeah. We, like, we didn't have to have, like, an awkward conversation. Like, nobody knows. And we didn't even get waters. So, like, literally, we touched, like, nothing on this table. We just got up and yep. walked away. Right. What I assume must have happened was that our waitress was either singing or had, like, just finished singing or was, like, just about to sing. And, like, right. that's why nobody had come over to us. But right. it was highly inconvenient. 
Right. And um, all of this could have been fixed if I had known what Gales was, um, because the Freedman's website said it, um, or if Allie had been the one in charge of finding the restaurant. But that also presented us with the next problem of six is starting immediately, and we know that we're going to have basically no time after six to eat. So we're just like, well, that's going to be an after the show problem, because we can't figure it out now. Um, nope. And... So then we went to six. And the reason we went to six we did. was because when Allie said, do you want to go see a musical? Um, I said, I don't really want to follow a plot after yep. conventioning all day. And Allie was like, okay. So six is the answer. I got it. 90 <laughs> minutes, no intermission. It's like a concert. The plot is so straightforward. It's Six girls, you can't mix them up because they're all dressed in very different colors. Like they introduce their names. It was great. It was fantastic. The show was so good. Um, it it genuinely was totally worth like all the chaos of trying to get to the show. Um, and I'm so they glad we got to see it. They were offering a discount if you showed your Broadway con badge. So, like, that was a fun little extra perk. Like, I'm glad I didn't buy my tickets ahead of time. Right. Right. Okay. And and we had good seats. Um, and we, like, I don't know, just got to go in there and... There is no such and, thing as a bad seat in that theater, by the way. Melina Horn is yeah. great. And, like, Six is such a straightforward show. So, like, every seat is good. Just go. And if you can go see Six, like, and you want to, like... Just go for the cheapest amount of money. Just do it. Because it's really, yeah. there isn't a, a bad place to sit in that theater. No. Um, and... I can say this because I've been four times. Right. Right. And I saw and... in the same theater three times. So I've been in that oh, theater seven times. You've been in that theater a lot. Yeah. Um, but it was good. And we, oh, <laughs> because I haven't cleaned my desk, I have the program within arm's reach. Oh. That does mean that does no good on this uh, audio only media. It does you know. not. I bought a keychain that I've been looking at for a long time. That's like of the shoes because my favorite thing about six is the shoes. I mostly just watch like <laughs> this sounds the so shoes. weird, but like their feet because their shoes are so glittery <laughs> and they're like these perfect. Like they're my like their booties. They're perfect and also the choreography. I have it all memorized. Right. So it's just a good it's- time all around. Yeah, highly, highly recommend. Um, I don't think we could have picked a better show to go see. Um, And, like, it also did the worst as far as the buttons go. But I think... It did. I think that's because the merch, the official merch for Six is so good, like, on its own that people don't really need, um, like, buttons. Um, Oddment and Tweak did... um, did microphones for each of the queens um and those were amazing so it's not like you can't do merch for six but like there's a a combination of some things going on there one the official merch is really good uh they so the first time i saw it it was before the pandemic in previews still and when i went that time i got like and they don't sell it as a set like there's no discount but i got the six enamel pins that they sell like without thinking about it i think they were ten dollars each like i literally i was like and there goes 60 bucks, because I want the whole set. And I just, right. like, did it. Um, I also, my friend won lottery tickets to go see that show that time, so I didn't spend money on the ticket. 
Um, or if I did, it oh, was yeah. like, you know, sometimes, sometimes lottery is completely free and sometimes there's a, there's a discount, I think. So maybe I spent a little bit of money on it. I literally, it was in February or January of 2020. <laughs> so I do not remember. Yeah. Uh, but like, I just instantly was like, nope, I'm buying all six of those enamel pins. And then I bought a keychain when we went this time. So like the official merch is great. There's also, I think because six has been out now for, you know, a couple of years, like a lot of people have already picked up their six merch um, right. at like previous Broadway cons. And then, um, yeah, there were a couple other, there were a couple of enamel pins. Admin Tweak had them and um, Len Len Creates also had really good six enamel pins. Right. And so I think the buttons, like, we tried to do yeah. some more specific references to other things. People were like, oh, I don't really get to see that. Like, I don't see that around as much. And I think there might just be an oversaturation of six merch. Yeah, we did feel, we did um, have the thought that maybe Hamilton stuff wouldn't have done as well. And at least a couple of the Hamilton buttons sold out. So I think did do that well. one. However, we were really specific about picking Hamilton lines right. that were not obvious. Right. Yeah, they're not we were stuff really that's... really intentional about not yeah. being like the Schuyler sisters on a button. Or like, right. you know... Um, history is happening in Manhattan, which just happens to be in the greatest city of the world, which is too long for a button. But, like, you know, right. we didn't do, like, those kinds of a lyrics. Right. Because that's we just did, one. That's you know, just not what the shop is. in parentheses. Like. Right. Right. That was the, it was like the fun, the fun stuff that, that everybody knows is Hamilton, but you don't, like, it's too niche to, um kind of be and made the mainstream two references about new jersey sold and i think that's just because people from jersey came come to broadway con oh that's fair like um, they're they're hamilton fans but then they're like haha you know everything's legal in jersey i live in new jersey like i gotta get that one gotta you get know? that one so that's true like and it, like six it, doesn't it's, like, have very specific yeah six doesn't have that kind of thing yeah. like yeah. um we we tried to i mean like you know, I don't think we did the same lines as the official pins are, but, like, EXO Baby is not that niche or, like, that original for Bolin. Right. Right, right. Just from the nature um, of the show. So I think that might have some... That might play... It's, that's just less about why the six stuff didn't sell and more about why the Hamilton stuff did sell. That's true. Um, so and this has we been are business getting... thoughts with Allie and Cass. <laughs> right. Right, and um, we're getting a little bit close to where we wanted to kind of start wrapping up. So we're going to um, tell you about uh, a very lovely artist that was just great, and we're going to tell you the third and final um, chaotic situation, Which, and then we're going to move into if Rex. any of you follow us on Instagram or followed us on Instagram personally in July, right. uh, you have... You've seen the highlights of the last story, but let's just do it really quick. Um, so I am like unhealthily obsessed with the um, musical theater artist or like writer, Joe Iconis. So Be More Chill is like my favorite musical of all time. It's it's like really bad. I'm supposed to maybe be literally traveling to California to see this man's new musical in La Jolla, <laughs> but I haven't been able to look at flights yet. So like that's how obsessed I am with him. So... Right. Um, Friday was my Be More Chill day. I had a Be More Chill t-shirt on, and I also got Be More Chill ribbons as one of our ribbons. So, we're, like, chatting with this girl. She's 
so lovely. And then she says, oh, I, um, I used to have a shop, but I had to shut it down for like a very, you know, a variety of reasons. Um, so I'm just kind of like giving away stuff because I can't sell it anymore and I just have stock. Right. And then she pulls out of her, and like, I should also, like, if you aren't into Broadway or even if you are into Broadway, like, Be More Chill was on Broadway in like 2018, I think, and it closed early and like, you know, it's got a little bit of a cult following, but it is not, I don't know, that's a big, you know, it's not six, like, it's not a musical that everyone knows. It's got like a, it's a little bit more niche. So she pulls out of her bag, like, Be More Chill sticker sets. Yeah. And the noise that came out of me was, It was so funny. I don't even know what came over me, but I was just like, (gasps) but it, like, wasn't that. I don't know. It wasn't, it was, like, high-pitched and, like, almost. It was, like, a squeal? It was, like, a squeal, but, like, entirely unintentional. No. At all. And I was, I was handed the sticker set first and I took one look at it and looked at Allie in time to watch her face as she realized like, what she was being handed. Up. It was so funny. Um, and like the and art then was she amazing. Gave me two keychains, like her art is the art's incredible. I will post a picture of the sticker set and the keychains as well. Uh, but her name is Melody. She is incredible. She doesn't sell anything right now, but she does do like collaborations and commissions and she just posts her art too. So follow her at Meow, like a cat, M-E-O-W, Lady Art. And she'll be tagged yeah. because Melody may have been the highlight of my Broadway con. Yeah, it was so good. Okay, so convention ends and we're packing up. And part of it is like we're doing this slowly because we have time. And we chat with our friends. And then, you know, some of the staff come over and we start talking to Ash and Sarah and Justin, and um, we're chatting, and, like, no I kind is, of have to, no like, duck. No one is rushing us. No one's kicking us out. The pipe and drapes aren't being taken down. Like, it was such an odd loadout experience. And it yeah. might have been because we were on, like, an end row, and there was, like, nobody else really, like, we couldn't see what, like, other people except for our row was doing. Right. Um, so that might um, have but, contributed to, like, the chillness of it. The, yeah, the whole chill vibe. But I kind of have to, like, duck back into the booth at one point because I'm like, well, my stuff is still, like, everybody else is packed up and my stuff is still not. So let me just finish throwing the stuff in the suitcases, which it was just kind of a one-person job still. Um, Allie and I may share a brain, but I'm pr- kind of the only one that can still pack um, into the suitcases. Um, so we do that, and then we just continue to, like, sit around and chat, and we chat, and we chat, and we chat. And then it's like there's basically nobody else here we kind of like walk off to go say bye to um Allie and Emily and then we come back and we're thinking about leaving and Justin poses a question to the general group of us and says does anybody want this cart another vendor has left it and I immediately am like storage cart with like drawers and and it's on wheels and my my thought is I came in a suitcase. This is immediately not my problem. And that's what a couple of other people think. And then... However, I live here. Right. I? Right. And also, as a, like, very complicated story that we don't need to get into, I am... Need to redo my garage, basically, as, like, a... Essentially, I have been gifted a room. (laughs) 
Right. And uh, right. I'm going to have to, like, develop some storage systems. Yep. And so this cart would actually not only be, like, not only can I, like, get it home, but it would actually, like, be helpful. Right. Right. And, and so now here's... We have these very heavy coasters that we... Because I've been trying to get rid of coasters forever. And I did sell right. some of them. And I did give a set to Justin. So I'm significantly <laughs> lower on the coasters than I walked in with. However, right. oh my god, do we not want to carry this box of coasters. Right, right. And there isn't really room in my suitcases for a box of coasters, so it's not even really like we can wheel Which it. And also, totally like, fine. one of the suitcases um, is having a handle problem, and one of the suitcases I'm worried about the wheels. And so, like, we're also 20 blocks away from the... Um, the apartment? Hotel, like from, like, yeah, from where from we're staying. Apartment. Yeah, um, the hotel and apartment so are about actually, 20 blocks away. So we actually, all of a sudden, we realize, oh, we can use the cart for the coasters. We can, like, use the cart to, like, help carry some, like, we can we can use the cart on this 20-block walk to, like, get everything back to the apartment. I can leave it at Grace's apartment for a couple days and, like, take it in pieces or whatever. This right. is great. We'll take the cart. And and I also have like this habit, in. I have this habit of like, once I've decided something, like I don't like making decisions. So once I've decided something, I am sticking with that decision. We were so like, we, what could go wrong? We have a cart. It's going to be good. It's a cart. It's like, like yeah, we may have to like, like a comedy to it of like, okay, yeah, we're going to roll this cart to Manhattan, like down Manhattan. Great. We're going to have a great time. The other, the other piece of this is that, gosh, Years ago, um, when Megan had first moved into her, like, second apartment in Chicago to going to law school, she was getting, she bought some furniture from a friend of the, of hers. Um, and so her, her new roommate Morgan, and I, because I happened to be there when she was moving into her apartment, um, uh, we, you know, went across town and Megan rode back with the people she had hired to move and Morgan... Uh, had been offered this coffee table by this friend and like for no extra dollars and but the movers that Megan hired were like we're not taking another piece and Morgan and I were like we'll just take it back on the L so like I've told this story for years about how Morgan and I took a coffee table on the Chicago L and it was like hilarious and funny and it was all fine and so like I've already transported a piece of furniture in a major city with zero concerns like it was fine it was a little ridiculous at the time but like not a big deal. So I was like, this is totally but also, possible. Like, Cassidy and I sign up for ridiculous. Like, we see ridiculousness and we're like, uh-huh. we're first in line for the story. Let's go. Like, we're, this is great. Yeah. We literally get out of the marquee and like across the street and immediately things are bad. I, I just need everybody to picture Times Square at like, like, like 42nd Street and 7th. Like, Heart of Times Square. Heart of Times Square. Sunday night at like seven o'clock. Thousands of people. Um, sheer chaos. And we, I'm pushing a cart that doesn't have great steering. And it worked fine enough inside the hotel. Um, but the problem with the ground outside is that it's not flat. So we... Yeah, so it's fine in the hotel. Like, the cart is totally fine in the hotel. Right. We get outside, and then things are 
not it's fine. It's hit the wheels are hitting the the cracks in the sidewalk, which like is expected. But the cart is um not the sturdiest thing in the world, which again would not be a problem if we were trying to navigate like even a regular sidewalk probably wouldn't have been a problem, but Times Square specifically the cart could not handle it. It was like the the wheels would get stuck in the whole thing. Would push forward, yeah. The whole cart would, like, shift around. You can't see us because we both used our hands to describe what was happening. Right. But, like, you know, the whole thing, like, the top is shifting forward, but, like, the wheels are still, like, haven't moved. Right. Um, So then the the next problem is I'm like, Allie, this cart is going to fall apart, and everything that we have on this cart is going to fall. And then the problem was that we were still in Times Square. So we can't just stop. So we can't, like, just, Yeah. If the cart falls apart, we have, like, a major problem. So right. we turn around, essentially, and inst- we don't go back to the Marquee Alleyway, because that was across the street, but we go into Schubert's Alley, which I guess if right. we've never been to Times Square, all of this means nothing. But there's, like, an alleyway, and there's, like, a theater and a stage door kind of, like, on one end. But on this other end, there's, like, it's basically a large, empty space in Manhattan. But it's but it's a nice, large, empty space. It's, like, not, there's no, there's no trash, there's no vehicles, there's no driving, yeah, no. there's no... It's, like, it's in between, it's covered, it's in between two, like, it's different venues. and then theaters. Yeah. Like, it's so, Junior's Cheesecake, which is, like, pretty a, a famous thing. And then on one side, yeah. and on the other side are the theaters, and along the wall of, like, the two theaters that, like, you know, make up this side wall are, like, posters for all the current Broadway shows. There's, like, a little Broadway, um, like, merchandise store in there. Like, this is... This is not just like a like a sketchy Brooklyn alleyway. Like this it's is a not, nice no. place to be. So I'm like, so this is the perfect thing. Let's go back to Schubert's Alley because I know we'll be like safe there, right? And out of the way. So, so we get there, and immediately, I'm like, we need to take the cart apart so that we can carry it home that way. This is the and, part where um, someone else. Like, maybe a Hufflepuff would have been like, we're abandoning the cart. <laughs> <laughs> However, us, we, nope. are, we are we are ambitious and determined <laughs> and, and focused like, on probably, a like, task. We're, we're going to get this cart back to we Grace's apartment. tunnel vision on this cart. And so I'm like, right, we need an Allen wrench or something. And, of course, we don't have that because nothing that we needed. Uh, um, and to be clear, we, didn't, we haven't added that to our con packing. Like, we, we are still not bringing Allie wrenches places. No, we're not. Because we don't need one. Nothing that we put together or take apart has one. Um, so but there's we a try two blocks away. Right. So I Google, or like I go on my phone while Cassidy's like rearranging things and taking the coasters out of the drawers or whatever to see if they right. have one in stock. And Target tells me that the, the website says that they do. So I'm like, okay, I, like you stay here. I have been in this Target multiple times. I am going to like just ru- like literally run around the corner, go down to the Target. There's literally an escalator because it's Manhattan. So the time, so the Target is underground. Um, right. Like, I'm going to just run into Target. I know that they have a huge self-checkout area. Like, this is going to be so fast. Right. Well, Target so, lies to me. And, and I'm stuck with... It. I'm with the cart 
yeah. two boxes. And all the suitcases, like all the things. And two suitcases and like three bags of things. But also um, like, like, okay, like it's the streets of Manhattan, so it's not like a hundred, but like I'm not really worried about this because we're like in a well-lit area that's like not in the no. middle of traffic. Like it's totally, it's like. It's, it's totally fine. I just have I a lot of stuff and therefore me, like, cannot. no time. Right. Right. Well, I can't go anywhere was my point is that I am stuck there until yeah. you get back. Yeah. But I think that this is going to take me no time. But I go right. there and they're out of them. Like, I don't know. Where, like, I'm in the right aisle and I've even asked someone and I'm in the right aisle and they're not there. So then I think I called you and I decided to buy screwdrivers and I go to self-checkout and I buy the screwdrivers. And then once again, I quite literally run which I am right. I should stop doing because I'm not good at it but I'm literally running through Times right. Square to get back to Cassidy so I am gone slightly longer than planned but I am still not gone all that long right however <laughs> I come back <laughs> to a surprise the card has been dis- disassembled because I took it apart with my hands <laughs> because I got tired of waiting and wanted so to see I if I could. didn't need to go to Target. Didn't need to go to Target. Mm-hmm. But now um, we have all these so, pieces. So now we have all these pieces. Um, and that would have been fine. Except we still have the coasters and the bags the and the funky, the funky suitcases. Um, and so we try. And we tape things because I was a stage manager in high school and therefore will always keep blue tape on me um, anytime I'm doing, like, a thing. Um, and so we try it so and we're trying to... we things together. We've stuck it in all the places. We are, like, so close. We've got, like, almost everything, like, in someone's hands. Like, we, we are so close. And I am truly so mad because the reason we decide to leave the cart is because we couldn't wheel it that way. Like, we did not have enough hands, and there were things that just, like, the weight weight of things didn't work with the wheeling them. Then we started to be like, okay, like, yes, I can carry everything. Can I walk 20 blocks like this, though? Right. After after doing this repeatedly, oh, and we were also like, well, we're just going to go to the subway. And it was like, that's fine and good, but we can't even necessarily get to the subway this way. We can't take this the way. subway because we, yeah, we've got all, because if we get to the subway and we're carrying all this stuff, I can't get the suitcase, suitcases downstairs. Right. Like with all, because Cassidy cannot carry suitcases down the subway stairs because of her height. Nope. Which is fine. I'm not tall enough. But like, I, we have way too much stuff. So like, I, how are we, we're going to put all, like, I'm, I'm going to like go down the stairs, put it all down, go get the suit, like. The logistics there yeah. don't work. Right. Like, we, so, we, there's no way. So, we we ditched the cart. In pieces. We finally are like, we have to go. Like, this is taking, we have no more time to spend on this. There's no way we're doing this. We're exhausted. The cart has to stay. We also have to catch a train back to Long Island at some point in the night there's like a couple options but also yeah like uh i cassidy's flight is the next morning i have to go back to work the next morning my mom's picking me up for us up from the train that night like you know we don't want to get home at three o'clock in the morning preferably right Right. we also haven't eaten dinner right so we um we ditched the cart in the alleyway 
including all the little screws and the wheels that I took out of it in their own little bag. And then we realize that we still have the same problem, only minus the cart now. We, we still have like to carry We've still got the coasters. We've still got the suitcases that are like semi-broken-ish that we're worried about. And now we've just yeah. wasted all of this time and energy on the cart. Like, I've right. ran to Target and back. Right. So we really um, admit defeat and do the thing that I truly despise doing. Yep. Allie was against it from the beginning, and it just... We couldn't help it. We couldn't help it. There's and I kind of I wish... Hate more than being in a car in Manhattan. Like, not, in the like, city. But, like, just, call, like, in the city, especially in Midtown, like you're going to you know different parts of brooklyn or whatever and i'll take an uber over a bus any day but when you're going from times square to chelsea there's no reason to call a car because the amount of like potential traffic versus like a subway that's moving properly or like yourself moving properly it's always faster and also way cheaper but we just had to do it so i admitted defeat i called the uber we took a train i mean we took a car in Midtown. We didn't go back and get the table, get the carts, though. And, like... No, we didn't, and I did think about it. I did, too, but the problem we were already having was the number of things that had to get into this vehicle, like, on yeah. the road. There's no, There was no place for the... carry like, everything. Right. There was still, like, no... Even just getting ourselves from the middle of this alleyway to the, like... Road was a bit of a like shuffle, 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 shuffle thing. Um, and then we've got to like find the car. You usually have to at least like a little bit walk to the car, and then right. you have to get out and, of the car and get upstairs to Grace's apartment. Right. And there's like there's no real shoulders anywhere for people for like the Uber driver to pull over to yeah, no. like let us casually load in. So this is all happening like in traffic, stopped in the middle of the road, like. My anxieties are at a 10 about this, just thinking about it, even though it worked perfectly fine. Um, but, like, it just it just wasn't going to happen. Um, and I really hope that somebody realized that there was a whole cart there and that saw the screws in the baggie. I hope so. And took it and used it. And then it went and... to a good home. Yeah. Because it wasn't my home. But I hope someone got it. Yep. And, uh, anyway, so... The moral of that story is uh, if you have a thing that Allie and I could potentially take with us when we leave and it is potentially chaotic, don't offer it to us. Yeah, don't let us know. We don't, we don't want to know. Because we'll try to take it and it's going to cause know, a problem. We wasted so much time and energy on that cart. Like we got, yeah. not, we didn't get home later, but like we rushed so much more. Yeah. Cassie didn't eat until we were home. I think. Did I? Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't. I, I did eat my pizza at home at your house. Yeah. I yep. ordered Chipotle because there's Chipotle right next to Grace's apartment. And, like, I ate my Chipotle because I didn't have to repack all my stuff. But, like, Cassidy right. didn't eat until we were off the train. And, like, none right. of that was the plan. No. And, like, I'm very glad that we experienced it. I'm just... Like, it would have been so much funnier and totally worth it if the cart now lived at Allie's house. Oh, it would be, yes. That's the thing. 
if it had all worked out, we'd been like, that was great. But because it didn't work out, I'm like, man, we wasted so much time. I hate that so much. But, you know. Anyway. So it goes. That's, uh, that's, that's BroadwayCon. And, um, next year, BroadwayCon is July 26th through 28th at the New York Hilton Midtown. Um, and applications, vendor applications haven't even gone out. Um, unclear on whether or not we'll go. There's a bit of a scheduling fiasco happening right now. Um, you know, there, it's one thing to have summer cons. It's another thing to have like mm-hmm. four or five summer cons. Um, so like we'll just see. Back to back. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so stay tuned. But, but um, um, yeah, so we're going to move on to the uh, Wizard Rock recommendation of the week and the thick rec. So, Allie. What is your Wizard Rock recommendation of the week? My Wizard Rock recommendation of the week, God, I love and hate that phrase. Yep. Um, is Snitch Witches in Paradise by Draco yep. and the Malfoys. And it's from uh, Bradley put together this songbook of like karaoke lyrics to Jimmy Buffett's Songs You Know by Heart called Songs You Know mm-hmm. by Hogwarts. Um, and this is because... Jimmy Buffett died this weekend. And so this is yeah. an, is in honor of him. Something that I am personally quite upset about. Uh, Songs You Know yeah. My Heart is uh, an album that has been like with me through my childhood. I've seen Jimmy Buffett in concert. Um, so when Bradley did this project, I was like, first of all, this is the greatest moment of my life. Um, <laughs> but it's the only only appropriate thing to recommend this week. Um. And I just realized, and I don't know if you had this thought separately from me, and I'm just like now catching up. Um, but and this is this is jumping ahead a little bit um, in the in the timeline. But um, you had that in your hand before we left for New England Wizard Fest, and then I we did, went to karaoke. And I brought it with us. You did. You almost brought it with, and oh, then we went to karaoke. Man. And I just like. I wouldn't have done it because uh, I don't know Jimmy Buffett songs well enough to not have the like to not sing along to it. But we could have handed that to Jeff and they could have done it. Like they could have done karaoke cuz surely surely they had like surely James yeah, had yes. carry had Jimmy Buffett in the karaoke thing. Oh, yes. Yes, of course, obviously because it's not karaoke without Jimmy Buffett, let's be honest. But also, right. um, Jeff includes a song from this album in their uh, Draco and the Medley, they call it, which is their, like, big Draco and the Malfoys Medley that they perform. So, oh. like, 100% it would have been perfect. Oh, my God, I didn't even think about that. Missed well, that's a little... I know. That's a little, like, sneak peek from the New England Wizard Fest episode. Um, you'll hear about ka- karaoke. Or maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. Um, we anyway, really, that this, is a, the tone of this segment in which I recommended a song in honor of a guy that died this weekend really got off, off, went off the rails. But anyway, yeah. uh, um, yeah, well, I'm going to, I'm going to pull that feelings about that. Yeah. And I actually, um, I did the thing, this is again, going a little bit off the rails, but I did the thing with Jimmy Buffett dying that you did with Hank Green getting cancer where I heard about it. And I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I should be the one to tell you this, or so if I, I just found like... out about it 
immediately after my mom dropped me off on the at the train Saturday morning, and I was going to call my mother to tell her, but I didn't want to tell her while she was driving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew you were on the like I knew you were either on the train or in New York, and I was like, oh no, this is a terrible time to tell Allie this information. I genuinely was like, I can't call my mom while she's driving. <laughs> about Jimmy Buffett dying and then my dad and I talked about it and my mom and I talked about it and my sister and I talked about it like it was like a family experience that Jimmy Buffett has died and it's very upsetting and does explain why he didn't go on tour anyway let's just move on entirely Mm. from this mess of a segment right so um my recommendation my wizard rock recommendation of the week of the of the week my wizard rock recommendation of the week is Rowena, or Rowena, but Rowena by Dream Quaffle. It's on the Rock Sampler 2023. And I have messaged Jeff because Allie and I were like, it's a Beach Boys song. It's a Beach Boys song and neither of us could place it. The problem is is that every Beach Boys song (laughs) sounds the same. So I can't figure out which Beach Boys song it is. Turns out it's Little Old Lady from Pasadena. Um, Which, truthfully, I would not have gotten there. But uh, it's a fantastic song. But I came up with like six other Beach Boys songs. (laughs) I know. Like almost was. It's honestly this experience in which we tried to figure out which song it was uh, (laughs) really just taught me that every Beach Boys song is the same. I love it in like a really casual way, but every Beach Boys song is the same. I like that we ended up with a theme for this Wizard (laughs) Rock record. Like like they kind of go together. (laughs) I know. I know. Um, And uh, I just like... I'm a Ravenclaw, so obviously I love Rowena Ravenclaw. Um, but this song is so good, and I am just going to put in a formal request now that the next time I see Jeff and they are like playing music, I need this one added to the set list, even if the set list is like in our hotel room or something. And I would also like to lodge a formal complaint that I did not get to hear this one like two freaking weeks ago or last weekend whenever we were together. Um, Fair. Jeff, I love you, but I needed this one live. Uh, Thank you very much. Anyway, um, the links. Yeah, the links for that will be in the. I don't know if there's a link. There's a link for Bradley's. For the Draco and the Malfoys. It's on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll put put a link. Uh, Don't worry. I know how to get there. (laughs) Great. Um, And that brings us to the thick recommendations. So, Allie, do you want to go first? Yes. Um, So, this is... It's really, like, what are we reading this week? And uh, this is important because this is a thick that I maybe wouldn't, like, recommend, recommend, but it wasn't bad. Um, I opened so I was at the Brooklyn Mirage at like three o'clock in the morning sitting at a table drinking water by myself because I didn't want to be in a crowd anymore and um I went on to uh archive of our own and I went to the wolf star tag and I marked it um like complete and then I that's all I did and so I opened the first one shot that I found with like pretty much zero like work great uh, and it turned out to be a jegulous fic not a wolf star fic okay so uh 
It's called Sweet Summer Love by Lyrical Lupin. It's like 4,000 words, and it's like James and, and, and Regulus are camp counselors together. And, like, it was cute. I enjoyed it. It was fluff. It's, like, not something that I probably would have picked in a different situation. It but, sounds like something know, I would read. interesting to you. <laughs> yeah. It was, like, a very short one-shot, very fluffy, some cute, like, Regulus has to deal with a child moments. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm going to go read cute, that like, next. serious Regulus, like, we've had a hard childhood, like, how do we deal with our parents kind of moments. Like, so, you know, it was good. But, um, uh, yeah, yeah no, I literally clicked the first one-shot that popped up. <laughs> that's, uh, that's dangerous um, sometimes. I am going to recommend uh, The Prophets and the Kings by Orphan Account, unfortunately, um, but I'll still link it in the, in the description. Um, the description is, maybe in another universe things went differently, maybe in another universe they didn't get so lucky, but, they're here, but, but, but here and now they're safe. Regulus Black showed up just in time with the key to winning the war and put the power back in the Order's hands. If only things had a tidy ending, but that was never really in anyone's plan, now was it? Uh, a what if everyone lived AU? Um... So it's basically Regulus Black shows up moments before Voldemort and is like, give this to Dumbledore, like a package, give this to Dumbledore, and also, you've been given up, you need to leave now. And so Lily, James, and baby Harry um, leave, and by the time Dumbledore gets back, uh, Regulus is gone, but their cottage is destroyed, and they've thwarted Voldemort again, and so James gives Dumbledore, Dumbledore this package, and it's a horcrux. Um, and that's where Regulus has just come from. Anyway, um, it's, it's a Jegulily fic, actually. Um, and Always a good I kind of adore it because it definitely starts with, like, um, like, they, they win the war and then, um, James is like, I want to find Regulus. Like, you know, he he helped us save the war. I want to find yeah. him. And Lily's like, well, you know what they'll do to him? And James is like, I don't want to turn him in. I want to, like, I want to, like, keep him. I want to make sure he's safe. Um, and so then Regulus gets released to James instead of being in Azkaban. Um, and ah. things go from there. But you get you get Regulus with hit with baby Harry. Um, and also they've they've, like, had another baby. James and Lily have had another baby since then. So you get Regulus with baby baby. Um... And uh, it's all very cute. And, of course, James falls in love with Regulus because, of course, he does. Um, in what world does. does James not love Regulus? Um, exactly. Yeah, so it's just, it's very sweet. Um, it's um, 26,000 words. So it's a, you know, nice little bedtime story. So bad. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so all of those things will be linked in the description. Oh, I need to... Hmm. Go figure. I need to find our uh, outro. I just found it. Great. There it is. Um, you can find the link to the fan fictions and the names and artists uh, of the song recommendations in our show notes, which should be in the episode description and will still not be on the website because I have not had time to do that yet. Um... But it will eventually, we do, we do, we will eventually have a, have a website. Um, and you can follow us on Instagram at Biscuits and Broomsticks, which is like really the only thing that's up and running currently. Yep. For like yep. communicating with us. Um, yep. There will be a topic of the week. 
I'm not totally sure don't... what it will be. But right. uh, find out on Instagram and then answer the question. Right. Or, you know, say hi. Or whatever. Always do that. Yeah. It'd be great. All right. Well, mm-hmm. thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs>